Boo. I scared you. This is Lindsay Moreland, and I have a ghost story for you. Episode number seven, Don't Want None. Edward is a close friend. He and my husband have been friends since grade school. He was in our wedding, and he was actually my quasi-employee at one point. When I first started practicing law, I shared an office with other attorneys, and we split the secretary. That was Edward. He had that gig while he was in law school, and then took over an office when he passed the bar exam. Edward focuses his practice on family law. You know, divorce, child custody, all that googly glock. I was really hoping that Edward and I could meet in person, maybe talk ghost over a cocktail or a coffee, but Edward had the corona. Thankfully, he was asymptomatic, but he was still quarantined in his home for two weeks. But that meant he had an open schedule to chat with me. Also, I need to mention that Edward, like me, is country as cornbread. So Edward, I start, I'm very excited to hear your ghost story. He smirked and replied, Every time I tell the story, the hairs on the back of my neck stand up. I don't like talking about it. So I'm making a special exception for you and your podcast. Edward started off by telling me that he was with his friend Garrett when the story took place, and they were in their early 20s. One night, they met up with some friends in Rivergate, about 20 minutes outside of Nashville, to hang out. Around 2 a.m. or so, they decided to head back to Edward's. Edward lived with his parents in Jolton at the time. Even though a part of Jolton is in the same county as Nashville, it is very rural. Edward grew up there and knew every back road to get home, and he refused to take the interstate. Going home, he would always go through Union Hill. This is a small area in between Gulletsville and Jolton. It's off of Brick Church Pike. Edward would always take this road home. He knew it would only take about 30 minutes. Edward was stone cold sober. Yeah, I had to ask and Garrett had passed out in the front seat during the ride home. The Union Hill area was very rural at this time, more than it is now. There was a house here and there, but mostly it was fields. Oh yeah, and there's an elementary school. An abandoned elementary school. The school hasn't been used in a long time, and the weeds and grass have started to reclaim the building. I am already intrigued. This is the perfect setup for a scary tale. Edward explained that on his way home, he would drive over a small hill. Once he crested the hill, the road would split off. The backside of the road is paved and is a huge parking lot for a gas station, although the gas station is to the right. If you didn't veer to the left or the right, you would drive over the parking lot area and into the woods. That night, as he crested the hill, he wasn't really thinking of anything. 
This is the way he had driven a million times before, and he could drive it without thinking. He noticed something he had never noticed before. He slowed, and as his car finally crested the hill, his headlights hit something. Right in front of him, being lit by the beam of his headlights, was a nun standing on the paved area right where the road tees off. The nun was just standing there. All he could make out was the nun's habit, you know, the tunic and the veil hat thingy that a nun wears. I asked him to go into more detail about the appearance of this nun. She had no face, he said, no facial features. It was almost like a white mask. And her feet, there were none. There was room between the ground and the bottom of her robe where her feet should be. I could just see she was floating. Was she looking at you? I asked. No, he said. She was looking across the road and down. Holy shit, I say. Yeah, he started. If I wasn't paying attention, I would have driven right through her. I did not stop at the stop sign at the T on the road, and I made a sharp turn so I didn't hit her. I made a little noise and then I hammered down. I was doing 80 miles per hour down a 30 mile per hour road at 2 a.m. Garrett then woke up and was like, what the hell, man? I told him I got spooked. That's all I really said. Well, slow down, Garrett replied. He got home and eventually told his little brother Peyton. That is the only person he told about the ghostly nun. Edward was 100% sure he saw a ghost. There was not a doubt in his mind. He didn't want to tell anyone else about it and have them question it. He knew what he saw. Plus, at that time, people around Edward didn't really talk about that kind of stuff. He never told anyone else about it, but he couldn't forget what he saw. He avoided that road at all cost, especially at night. He would drive miles and miles around Union Hill to avoid the tea in the road. So, although nuns are supposed to represent something holy and angelic, that is not where my mind went. I automatically thought of the movie The Nun. The Nun is the fifth installment of The Conjuring series. It was released in 2018. This is one of those Ed and Lorraine Warren movies, a definite must-see during the Halloween holiday or any random Wednesday. Anyway, a spirit of a demonic nun shows up throughout the movie. It is anything but angelic. It is scary enough to make you hide your eyes and crawl under a blanket. Sorry, going back to the story now. Two years later, he and a few buddies were having a bonfire in his parents' backyard. They were all sitting around the fire swapping stories. They hung out like this all the time. Usually, every weekend, this was the place to be. However, in all the times they have done this, this was the one and only time they decided to talk about ghosts. Edward's buddy, Evan, says, I got one. Those three little words sent chills down Edward's body. He started to internally freak out. He had never heard Evan tell the story 
but something inside of him knew it was about the nun. Evan started talking about the Union Hill School, that abandoned elementary school that is right near the T in the road. In between the school and the road is a basketball court that has been overgrown. The basketball court is the closest thing to the road. Evan tells his friends about the nun, the nun with no facial features and no feet or hands, just as Edward remembered it. The same nun that was just floating, except this time, the nun was standing in the middle of the basketball court. It was absolutely the same nun that Edward had seen. Unlike Edward, this intrigued Evan. He would drive down the road almost obsessively in an attempt to see the nun's ghostly figure again. And he eventually did. She was standing close to the road where the tea was, almost in the exact same spot Edward had seen her. Edward then told Evan and the group about his experience with the nun and how it matched up almost exactly to Evan's second encounter. Edward was shocked. He knew what he saw was real, but hearing the same story from someone else chilled him to the bone. And the part where he knew Evan's story before it was even told scared him even more. The group was silent for a while after this revelation. Hmm, if I had been there, I would have gotten in the car and made Edward and Evan take me to this location right then and there. Edward said he does drive through there at night now, but he still doesn't like it. He gets uneasy, and he thinks about her every time he drives through. I asked him, Why do you think some people experience these kinds of things, and some people don't? I really don't know, he starts. I am not out for any of this stuff. I am not searching for it. I don't know why I saw it. I don't know what it meant. And I am madder than hell that I saw it. I laughed, he continued. It had me wondering, so I started researching to see if there had ever been a Catholic church or something in that area. I found nothing. Nothing about a nun in that area makes any sense. It wasn't a Catholic school either. While he's telling me the story, I am sitting on my back screen and porch doing this interview and the back door that was slightly ajar slowly opens. I thought it might be Jay or my daughter, but I looked inside and they weren't there. They were still upstairs. I tell Edward what just happened and he says, see? I finally moved past the door opening on its own and Edward said something that shocked me. Someone finally moved into that school. What? I say rather loudly, the overgrown, abandoned elementary school. Yep, he says. Some man lives there now. It's his residence. He has goats in the fenced-in area, and they roam free and hang out at the basketball court a lot. When you pass, he will not look at you and will not wave. Eerily similar to the nun. His being there now is very awkward on top of everything else that is awkward in that area. 
Okay, I thought there is a grown-ass man that purchased an abandoned elementary school. He lives alone except for the many goats he has grazing the property. What is wrong with this guy? Has he seen the nun? What classroom does he live in? Is there a shower? I have so many questions. So Edward, I start. You are going to take me on a drive around this area, right? Hell no, he screamed. I am not going looking for that thing. No way. No, ma'am. Don't worry, y'all. I am still working on him. Thank you for listening. I am still collecting ghost stories. Have one that you would like to tell me? Send me a private message on the Boo I Scared You Facebook or Instagram page. If selected, I will contact you to set up an interview. Boo! I Scared You is a second sound production hosted by Lindsay Moreland, produced by Trina Lloyd. This podcast is in loving memory of my grandmother, Mary Bell, Patsy Pat, Riley Bear. They promised that dreams can come true. But forget to mention that nightmares are dreams too. Oscar Wilde.